Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Cindy Van Arnhem. And Cindy dances to the beat of her own drum. She's going to tell us more about that a little bit later. Tired of the old and archaic system that no longer supports us, Cindy is passionate about helping emerging entrepreneurs fully discover their own limitless power so they can create sustainable wealth through their passion and service to their higher purpose. Combining her strategic business savvy with quantum numerology and universal laws, Cindy teaches healers and changemakers the tools they need to first and foremost master themselves. This gives them the ability to create a solid foundation for their business that will stand the test of time, even in a rapidly changing world. In the midst of a paradigm shift, it's up to us to take responsibility for ourselves and stand unshakable in the storm. There is an easier way if we're willing to do things differently. It is time to take the reins of your business and stop allowing your business to run you. Having deeply immersed herself into the shadow of her own soul and healing old wounds of drug addiction, emotional abuse and trauma, Cindy now sees her own limitless power and is here to lead other entrepreneurs to discover the same. Cindy is a certified Universal Laws Coach, Program Manager of Mastering the Brain Game, Master Quantum Numerologist and Chief Operations Officer for MindShift LLC. Welcome, Cindy. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on the show today. What a fantastic bio. Tell (laughs) us a little bit about going through those old wounds, the addiction, all the things that have happened to you and how you got to where you are now. Mm. Well, I grew up in a very happy home. I grew up on a farm in Canada. And um, when I was 16 years old, my dad passed away very suddenly. He was one of the healthiest people that I ever knew. And so it was, it came as a shock to the family. And in that moment, I made a decision that the universe did not have my back. I became very angry at God and I started making a series of very poor decisions. You name the bad decision, Cindy made it. And one of those decisions was cocaine addiction and alcohol abuse. There was a lot of abusive relationships. And so it took me probably about five or 10 years before I ever even thought that I could move 
out of that and beyond that. Um, I was constantly seeking. I decided to skip the country and go to countries that had the death sentence if you did drugs so that I could stay away from it. Um, constantly just searching for who I was. And throughout that, I could never hold a job for more than a year because I always thought I could do it better. <laughs> so every boss I would just get mad at. And I just kept seeking and seeking and seeking. And in 2016, I met a woman who is now my business partner, but she became my mentor. And I hired her in 2017. And I worked with her very deeply through Mastering the Brain Game, being one of them, which is in my bio there, as well as numerology. And numerology was the one key that showed me the thing I had been looking for the whole time, which was myself. And I used the tools of numerology and the tools of emotional mastery that are taught in Mastering the Brain Game to really help me uncover some of those pieces that I had shoved down, uh, a lot of the pieces that I had really just numbed because I didn't want to see myself for who I was. Wow, what a journey. Now, Cindy, I always ask my guests the same three questions and the answers I get are so vastly different. So here comes your first one. How can your expertise help people accelerate their health? Mm. Well, one of the things that I teach is this concept of emotional mastery. And many of us know this concept of fight, flight, and rest, repose. And that if we're in fight, flight, we're damaging our own well-being. But many of us don't understand that we actually have the power to be able to choose our emotional state. So when we sense something in our field of energy, whether we taste something or someone touches us or somebody says something to us, it triggers a response. We're gathering the information through the field of the heart and the heart sends a message to the brain and the brain then decides what meaning to give that information. It's either good or bad according to our operating systems and our operating systems are one of fight, flight or rest, repose. The thing is, there's nothing wrong with fight flight response. It's meant to be a wonderful thing, but it's only meant to last for 15 minutes or less. What happens is we pick up the phone, we talk to mom about it, we complain to our best friend, we got to have cocktails over it, and we perpetuate the fight flight response, which actually diminishes our immune system. So when we learn to choose our emotional state and to choose our thoughts, we start pumping hormones into the body at 286 miles per hour in rest repose versus fight flight. And we're actually designed to be in rest repose more than 50% of the time. Most of us aren't. So I think that would be the key piece is really just showing people how to choose their emotions so that you're in rest repose more of the time. I absolutely love that. And people really don't understand how having that fight-flight response for so long is so damaging. So I love that you're addressing that. Yeah, we're either shoving it under the carpet and pretending it doesn't exist or we're perpetuating it by complaining and just keeping it going all the time. Totally. Now, what are your top three tips for creating wealth? Not just financial wealth, but mm -hmm. personal wealth, spiritual wealth, because I think that's just so important. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that you asked this question. I've got three things. Anywhere you ever hear me speak, you're going to hear these three things. Number one, you need to know who you are. 
We live in a world that tells us we should be doing this, that, and the other thing. And if we don't know at the core who we really are, not by the labels of mother or entrepreneur or healer, but rather really the essence of who we are, I think that's really key because otherwise we get drawn in these different directions that aren't really the the core of our being. So number one, you need to know who you are. Number two, you need to know what you want. Because again, society has told us all the things that we should want. I mean, I grew up in a country where you were supposed to have the good job, the good education, the white picket fence, two kids, the dog, the whole thing. And here's me, 41 years old, no kids, no husband, and certainly no white picket fence. And I'm happier than I've ever been. So really understanding what it is that you want out of life. How do you want to experience your life? How do you want to feel as you experience your life? So number two, know what you want. And then number three, know why you want it. Because so often we think, oh, I want, you know, the financial freedom, or I want to travel all over the world, or I want to have a family and the white picket fence. And Oftentimes, we don't have a reason for wanting it. And so there's no drive, there's no passion, there's no motivation, there's no get up and go in order to get it done. So if you know who you are, what you want, and why you want it, you have all the wealth in the world. Now, we talk weight loss here as well, and many people struggle quite needlessly with their weight. And I think that ties back to that fight flight response. So when we have high cortisol for a a long period of time, obviously the body feels threatened, tries to protect you. How's it going to do that? It's going to add padding to you. So how would you, through what you do, help people maybe establish what the correct weight for them is? Mm. I love this question. And, you know, it's something that I think, especially females, we we fight with because, again, society has programmed us that we're supposed to look a certain way. And what happens is, yes, the fight-flight response creates the hormones that we hold in the body, and that creates extra weight. It can also create underweight, right? So there is no fine line here of what the exact right weight is for someone. And so another thing that happens is as we awaken to our spiritual selves, sometimes we have a tendency to put on weight with that as well. And so then we look at the magazines and the TV shows and we wonder, what are we doing wrong? How is this possible? I don't want to look like this. And all it is, is judgment. We are meant to love the crap out of ourselves. And so even if you're, I don't know, a weight that you don't love that when you look in the mirror and you're judging yourself, that's constantly creating that fight flight response where you're constantly in judgment and you're just perpetuating it. And the more that we learn to love and accept ourselves, and I know it sounds like the cliche, just love yourself more, but it is true. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is not to try to just love myself fully and completely. I don't think that that's possible, but what I do know is possible is that I can love myself 1% more every single day. And so I invite myself into that every morning. How can I love myself just a little bit more today? And maybe it's a walk, maybe it's some time in the sun, maybe it's a workout, maybe it's an extra nap, whatever it might be, but loving yourself through it instead of trying to force and control the body to do something that it doesn't want to do. If you're forcing and controlling, you're just working with the material experience and not the spiritual experience, and you'll get short-term results and you won't have the life that you really want in the end. 
just got to love yourself more. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think that comes back to your top three tips for creating wealth. Know who you are was your first one. And yeah. that is also know what weight works for you, not what yeah. someone else wants you to be. Exactly. Exactly. And and know what you want. Why do you want to be a certain weight? Why do you want to wear a certain size outfit? Like, you know, what's the drive behind that? Yeah. Yeah, it's so important because if you're doing it for someone else, it's not going to be sustainable for starters and it's going to be painful and it's going to be a struggle and it's not going to be something that you love. And so you won't stick to it. But if you're doing it for you and it lights you up and it makes you feel good and every time you look in the mirror, you feel a little bit better about yourself and you come into this place of acceptance, you stop thinking about what you look like. Because really, when we're looking in the mirror, it's nothing but perception. It's not real anyways. We're only perceiving our own level of self-love when we look in the mirror. Totally. And how, listeners, is your self-worth changed by what other people think of what you look like? Right. That's the funny part too, is because everything in our experience is a mirror. Everything is perception. And so nobody on the planet will look at you and see you the same way you see you. It's impossible. We see this with everything in our world. We can't even agree on the details of a car accident because everyone has a different set of beliefs, a different way of perceiving life. And so we see things differently. We have no way of actually proving what human bodies look like. I don't actually think I've seen any other animal on the planet care about what they look like, like we do. Right? (laughs) Listeners, as we're doing this episode, my kitten is sleeping next to me and I looked at her and I thought, she doesn't care if her hair's messy. (laughs) She doesn't care that her belly's showing to the world. Like, why do we? (laughs) Gosh, she looks really comfy though. That's Mm -hmm. the key. She's happy. Be happy. Yes, absolutely. Cindy, we've covered the three questions I always ask people. And what I would love to do is explore more of what you do. So in our next episode, if you don't mind, can we delve into the world of numerology and the brain game? Absolutely. My favorite topic. I thought it would be. (laughs) So listeners, you can find Cindy at Van Arnhem Cindy on Facebook, also on Instagram and LinkedIn, Cindy Van Arnhem. And look, Cindy, we love offering the listeners freebies here. So what freebie can you offer and where can they find that? Yeah, actually, I'm offering free numerology readings, which is perfect for this conversation. Uh, If you go to my website, cindyvanarnum.com, you will find right at the very top the opportunity to book a free call with me, and I'll provide a free 30-minute reading. That sounds cool. Really cool. (laughs) Now, listeners, this was your episode 150 of A Magical Life. In 151, Cindy will return to talk to us all things numerology and many other things. For now, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. 
Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.